Welcome to day 15 and chapter 15. This chapter begins with a powerful verse applicable to each of us. I told Kevin, Kevin, if only you could take cognizance of this one verse, you will pretty much be able to do life. It reads, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The New Living Translation reads this way, a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. Now, of course, anger is a very common emotion experienced and expressed by all of us, from a six-month-old to a 90-year-old, but also perhaps the one that does most of the damage. Who of us have not been the victim of this emotion at some point in our life? And may I say, some of you may be still hurting of that one word spoken that pierced your soul like a sword. Of course, some of us are very expressive about it and some of us are very repressive about it. Nonetheless, all of us have experienced it and have been victims of it as well. So is anger wrong? No. As a matter of fact, if you don't feel angry, then something is awfully wrong. You must see a doctor. But there is this tiny weeny little member of our body called as the tongue, which is quick to jump and verbalize your anger, capable of setting the forest on fire. Apostle James, in fact, expresses his anguish over this tiny member of our body and he writes, We as human beings have tamed all kinds of animals, birds and reptiles and the fish, but no one could or can tame the tongue and he calls this tiny weeny little member as a restless evil and a deadly poison. So how can we deal with our anger? The writer of the chapter says, the wise, yes the wise, not only knows how to control anger, but also how to respond to anger. Here are a few practical steps. When you are angry, first, recognize that you are getting angry. Recognize that you are getting angry. And believe me, your body will give you enough signs of a building up anger within you. You will experience clenching of your jaws and grinding of your teeth. Some of you will experience a slight headache or a stomachache. There is of course an increase and rapid buildup of heart rate. And in most probability you will feel it. You may sweat, especially your palms. You may feel hot in the neck and face and may experience shaking and trembling at times. So listen to your bodily signs. Second, think before you speak. In the heat of the moment, it's easy to say something you will later regret. Remember, many hearts are broken and relationships destroyed because of a harsh, unthought word spoken. Take a few moments to collect your thoughts before saying anything. This will be rather the most critical time for you in your handling of the anger. It is rather here you stand the most crucial moment. Third, of course, do not respond to the situation when anger or emotions are stronger than reason. Do not respond to the situation when anger or emotions are stronger than your reason. This means consider talking about the issue at a later time. If only you could say, look, I'm angry right now. May I speak with you later? Of course, in many instances, the other person may push you to engage, but do not take the bait. Do not respond to the situation when angry or emotions are stronger than your reason. And here is where the writer of the proverb says, a soft answer turns away wrath. Remember, a soft answer is neither deceptive nor flattery, but it is saying the right thing at the right time and in the right spirit. But in the heat of the moment, you would not be allowed to say the right thing in the right spirit. So the only thing you could do is to deflect it 
and perhaps to consider talking about the issue at a later time. Fourth, once you are calm, express your hurt. Once you are calm, express your hurt. As soon as you are thinking clearly, express your frustration in an assertive but non-confrontational way. But always remember, anger is not your first emotion. Anger is not our first emotion, it is hurt. So if you identify the hurt that made you angry, you will be able to deal with your anger as well. Deal with the hurt and do not deal with the anger. And when you're dealing with your hurt, avoid using the word you at all the time and please watch out for your index finger. Do not be pointing at the other person. Use the word I instead. State your concerns and needs clearly and directly without hurting the other person or trying to control them. Fifth, of course, identify possible solution. And remember, it has to be a win-win solution. If by any chance you're not able to arrive at a solution, schedule another meeting to discuss the same. Remember, unthought expressions of anger and suppression of anger are very dangerous to our mental health. The wise knows how to control anger and how to respond to anger too. However, may I say this as a closing note. Not all anger is wrong. For example, when you see a child on the street, you're angry at child labor and it drives you to do something about it. This is called as constructive anger. Remember Jesus, when he saw the temple being used for other purposes, he was angry. The house of prayer was turned into a house of business. There are constructive angers that we are given to. But my guess is we are more prone to destructive form of anger and we must learn how to engage with it. So may I ask you today, are you angry at someone? Are you angry at yourself for having messed up a situation because you just got angry and you could not deal with your hurts? Or let me rephrase it this way. What have you done with the hurts that you are probably holding in your heart towards someone? What can you do today to be able to meaningfully engage with the hurt and arrive at a win-win solution? Shall we bring this to the Lord in prayer? Dear Father in heaven, I pray that I may take note of the godly and gracious way to speak to the others and apply it in my own life. Would you help me to be careful when responding to the words of others so that I do not promote anger in any way? Help me to turn away from any bitterness or wrath with a soft and gentle answer. May my speech be a tree of life to others and prevent me from ever crushing the heart or soul of another through careless spoken words. I pray that my lips would spread wisdom and knowledge and keep me from foolish reactions or from spouting folly in some unguarded moments of my life. May my speech and language reflect the gracious words that fell from the lips of the Lord Jesus himself during his sojourn on earth. And may I only say and do those things that honor your name. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.